In this country, some truths aren't self-evident. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as wide-ranging and real as the people who tell them, we celebrate the Black experience for all its soul and richness. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get podcasts. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Spock Adjacent, the Michelle Mission's love letter to anything and everything Star Trek. My name is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble. And as always, I'm joined by my partner. Hey, this is Vincent Williams. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are catching up with season two of Star Trek Discovery. We are doing two episodes this evening. We are doing episode number 10, The Red Angel, mm-hmm. and episode 11, Perpetual Infinity. How do you want to handle this, Vince? Do you want to go? You know, I like, I, you know, I mean, I understand we break them down by episodes, but it's, it's all just chapters of the same novel. Okay. Well, then we will give you the synopsis of both, and then we're just going to go freeform into it. There you go. So, so hold on tight. <laughs> First... The Red Angel, directed Ooh. by Hanel M. Culpepper, from a story by Chris Silvestri and Anthony Marinville, which hit CBS All Access on March 21st, 2019. <coughs> While preparing for Arium's fu- funeral, her system is purged of the control virus along with all other control systems around Starfleet. While doing this, Tilly discovers a bio-neural scan of the Red Angel in Arium's code that matches Burnham. Leland reveals that Section 31 built the Red Angel time travel suit 20 years ago (laughs) in a temporal arms race with the Klingons and that Burnham's parents have been part of that program. Hey, by the way... (laughs) With Leland's carelessness at the time leading to their deaths... They now plan to use Burnham as bait for the Red Angel. Discovery travels to Esau 4, where there is enough energy to power their trap. Burnham is left out in the planet's unbreathable atmosphere until the Red Angel appears. Leland's Section 31 ship is able to close the wormhole behind the Red Angel to stop future control from following her through, though Leland is attacked by the present control, which is still active within the ship. The Red Angel is caught in the trap and revives the momentarily dead Burnham, who recognizes the figure as her mother. Dun, 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 dun. Which brings us to episode 11, <laughs> Perpetual Infinity, directed by Maja Vervillo, from a story by Alan McElroy and Brandon Schultz. And this episode hit CBS All Access on March 28th, 2019. When the Burnham's laboratory was attacked by Klingons years ago, Michael's mother donned the time travel suit to go back in time an hour and warn them of the attack. 
She instead arrived 950 years in the future to find all sentient life destroyed by control. Tethering herself to a nearby planet, Dr. Burnham made over 840 attempts to change the future, including moving humans to her planet, Terralysium, to test how she can change history. Trying to stop control from gaining the sphere's data, Dr. Burnham, Dr. Burnham was responsible for it crossing paths with the discovery. Now, the Discovery crew plans to upload the data into the suit and send it into the future where Control cannot access it while keeping Dr. Burnham in the present. But a Control-possessed Leland intercepts their download. Giorgio and Tyler confront Leland with Tyler gravely injured but able to warn Discovery. The crew is forced to cut the transmission short and release Dr. Burnham back to the future with the suit now damaged. Control Leland escapes with half of the sphere data. All right. <laughs> that was just two episodes. That was just two episodes. <laughs> No, that was not, in fact, season three <laughs> you know. of Star Trek Discovery. That was just two episodes, two hour-long episodes. <laughs> like they don't, they don't get like supersized like Game of Thrones. No, no, no. this is just two hour-long episodes, <laughs> right. and they're not based on like eight hundred-page books. No, so they have to cram a bunch of stuff in an not hour. Not at all. And mind you, they still make their episodes timed for commercials. Right, because you're saying two hours. It's, it's really, really forty-five. You know, fifty yes. minutes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> are you not entertained? Are you? I mean, I don't have time to be entertained. I know, because there's always something right. else. Right. Like, I can, you know, can you give me a minute to enjoy a plot detail? Time traveling Klingons, temporal war with Section 31. Yes. We just go toss that in there. I was huh? about to say, that's just that's just like a, a, a line. We just go toss that in there. That's a line of dialogue. That's, that's not even like a flashback. Like, that's that's a whole season. <laughs> that's a whole season of a Star Trek show. I know. I know. And on, and on Star Trek Discovery, it didn't even rate a graphic on the screen. Right. Right. <laughs> not a flashback. Not a nothing. <laughs> Just Leland says it. It's just, as we walk down the hall, by the way, <laughs> this reminds me. A, your parents were in Section 31. B, they got killed because we're in a time-traveling war with the Klingons who, oh, the Klingons have time-travel technology as well. This has been going on for 20 years. Yes. And by the way, I may have tripped and helped kill them. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, look, we're at the lift. <laughs> you know, at this point. At this point, the door opens. Right. <laughs> like, I, I want to. It's like I want to circle back and talk about this season. Mm -hmm. Two or three years from now, really, at really, maybe four or five episodes into the next season, because like the the best case scenario is that you know once again we're getting an additional showrunner so so you you know you have to think there's there's if not a new direction there's going to be a new flavor to mm -hmm. the direction true i almost get the sense that they're trying to set the stage 
for what comes next. Okay, well, I mean... So they're burning through all this stuff. Right. To try to get... It's almost like one... It's almost like... You ever read a, a comic book where you can tell that the, the writer had like 60 issues planned out? Oh, yeah. But yeah, then it yeah. gets canceled, mm-hmm. and they cram all this stuff in like two issues? Right, yeah. This is what this feels like to me. And it's a shame. Because, you, you know, I mean, we we, we kind of went over it very quickly <laughs> because we'll on to the next thing. But the Red Angel opens with this funeral for Arium. And, and, and you know, they, they use all of these tricks to try and and evoke this emotion from us yes. as the audience. And, yes. and you, you know, the crew talks about all of their memories and mm-hmm. what she meant to us. And I just... You know, I don't I don't feel anything because I didn't really know her. Right. You only really, really got to know her one episode and right. maybe two episodes ago. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to Sonia Sone in a second. But this whole notion of Leland being this morally compromised, complicated figure. And maybe it all goes back to this mistake he's made in Section 31. And now he's connected to Burnham. There's no foundation there. Well, I thought that was... I do, if I remember correctly, because I haven't watched over the season, but I kind of remember some kind of lip service paid to dialogue between him and Georgiou about uh, uh, um, him not giving... Her all the information. All the information. No, no, no. I understand that. I mean emotionally. There's not been enough setup with a relationship between Leland right. and Burnham. Right. Where there's tension. We don't know why the like this is really and we said it about the Red Angel, frankly, in, in the Spock plot. This is a season three, maybe season four plot. Well, wait a minute. I I, I still disagree with you about the the tension between Leland and How Burnham. How many scenes have they been in together? I don't think they've been in a lot, but they've been in enough. I mean, if if for only the reason that Burnham knows that he was lying to her about the equipment that he was going to use on Spock. So if if only for that, does Burnham distrust him or dislike yes, him any more? No, any more than Saru or um, Stamets. Or any of the, like, everyone thinks he's a dick. But this sort of personal connection, it I don't see it because it hasn't been established. Well, I don't think that, I don't, I don't think that, no, I, I think that as much as everyone else may think he's a dick. Yes. She has, does have a personal distrust in her because... He gave her a story about how he was wanted to help Spock. Right, right. And then found out that that was a load of hogwash. Right. And that he was actually, you know, had nothing, the clear opposite in mind. So that does make it personal. That makes it that makes it more personal than anything, at least that I can remember offhand. No, no, no. That I, happened well, with well, it with, happened so fast with, with the other people. Yeah, you know what I mean. But but if only for that, th- there's that. You know what I mean. So I I I could feel 
her, you know, personal burn by him. Now, yes, is that lit and taken to to 20 when she finds out about his involvement with her parents? Of course. Yeah. But the the fire was already there. Yeah. I, that, that rang true to, yeah. to me. All right. That rang true to me. And look, if nothing else, it gave us a scene of not once, but twice, her socking the hell out of him in she his She knocked nose. his ass out. Yes. You talked a few episodes that it seems like Sonequa Martin-Green used to run track. Mm-hmm. It also seems like she's been in a fist fight. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know how much. I was like, ooh, she actually threw a punch. Well, I've seen her throw hands and on, hold on. hands on Walking Dead. Right, right. So I know she got it in her. Yeah. And I've seen the guns on Walking right, Dead. Right, like that. That actually, that looked like he. she really busted his nose. Yes. So that was wonderful. Wasn't it, though? Yeah. Wasn't it, though? I loved it. I loved it. I love watching his 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 fat leather belly flop <laughs> on the floor. Oh my god, I loved it. I loved it. So no, I I that rang true to me. There's a lot going on in both of these episodes. Yeah. Yes, there's a lot going on. And it 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 almost is a little dizzying. However, considering that even though there's a little bit more of the season to come, you these two episodes kind of make up the for lack of a better word the conclusion of the main story of the season so far with the red angel right that's to be expected you okay. know because it's you you've got to tie up some of the loose ends that you've kind of like put out there all season long as you start gearing your way to you know the conclusion of the story Right. So it so while it was fast, it was like you know, oh my god, this is like Star Trek Discovery, the 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 movie. I was with it. Okay. And I and I appreciated it actually. I mean, you know, it's it's certainly entered like you said. Are you entertained? Like it's certainly entertaining mm-hmm. from minute to minute, and you look up and it's going off. Yeah. It's like wow. Okay. Yeah. So I I I dug it. There yeah. wasn't any. There wasn't um. I, I feel you on the whole uh, Arium thing, mm-hmm. uh, how they kind of like try to pull the emotion out of you. And it was some beautiful imagery that they were using. Oh, like yeah. The whole thing, like, you know, uh, uh, de- deleting her memories. Yeah, and you and see stuff. the memories. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, you know, like, it's data totally erased. And it yeah. Was, it was powerful stuff, you know, because if, at first when it opens up, I'm thinking, oh my god, I hate when Vince is right because I'm thinking they're going to download her into something else. Right, you know? right, 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 right. But I, I also appreciated that they didn't because that would take away the uniqueness of that life. I'm not ready to say that's not going to happen. I don't see it. Ha- I don't think it's going to happen. Okay, I don't yeah. think it's going to happen. Um, so I like that. I also like before you get into some of the meteor stuff. I liked. Um, I liked, and I didn't. I didn't like. I liked. Uh, Dr. Culber, mm-hmm. right? I, I liked his story, especially when he has to sit down with the Admiral. Yeah. Um, and she kind of like walks him th- through his emotions. And I, and I actually felt that trip. Yeah. She actually came off like, like wow, I don't know if she really is a counselor, but right. she needs to be because yeah. she's great. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I wanted her to talk to me. Um, so I really liked that whole emo- that that whole story. And I like that that you know, 
I like that they they found time to have that moment in there. Yeah. With all this going on, it would be fair to say, like, oh, we're going to push that to the end. But no, they found a time to fit it in there. Yeah. Um, They've really committed to that storyline. Right. So I I like that. However, what I didn't like was then in the second episode of the ones we're reviewing when he, you know, and he he gives a, a line, a line item, some lip service to this. It gets reinstated real quick. Yeah. You know, um, with all due respect, they have a doctor. Yes. We've seen the the lady for most of the season. We have. When dude wasn't there. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, where she go? I know. Why, why we need him to be. I mean, even if he was at the time, because you got to imagine the other doctor was there when he was there. Right. Even if he was the superior doctor. Right. She should still be around. She should still have the job because he is yeah. technically not who he was. Right. He ain't even straightened his head about about who he is anymore. So, no, I don't not necessarily want to reinstate him all of a sudden. Sister can't catch a break. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. That that's <laughs> that rubbed you the wrong that way. Rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> Fair I enough. I did not like that. Fair enough. You know what I mean? I was just happy to see him back in uniform and not run around looking like he was in after seven. <laughs> Ready or not. Right. It's like, I mean, that's a really cool jacket, but ain't you in Starfleet? Put on some clothes. Well, but well, no, he wasn't in Starfleet. Right, right. He wasn't in Starfleet. So that's why. He actually was in After 7. Yes. Like going on tour with Jagged Edge. Exactly. Right. He was in a hollow suite. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I so th- that part like bummed me the wrong way. And it also bummed me the wrong way, even though they, they, they again, they played lip service to it, when... He has the tete-a-tete with the admiral. Right. And, you know, the, the admiral gives him some some words to think about, you know, about, you know, how the two of you may, talking about him and Stamets, may need to either find different ways to move on. And right. And they might be moving on from each other or whatever. And that happens, like, about maybe 20 minutes into the episode. And then you don't see him again until, like, darn near the end of the episode, in the midst of uh, of a crisis... Right. He now finds Stamets hustling and bustling in the engineering. Yeah. Hey, by the way, um, we ain't really get a chance to talk. I know. Like, thank God Stamets was like, uh, this ain't the time. I hear you, but that leads to Giorgio coming in there and trying to seduce both of them, which was a hoot. No, that wasn't there. Was when 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 was that scene? That scene was when Stamets and um, Stamets, Giorgio, and Tilly. Oh God, Tilly! Um, but then Cobra comes in. No, and, and Cobra comes in. Yes, yes. Okay, and that's what. Yes, that's that. That was great. Giorgio is just. I almost feel like at this point Michelle Yeoh is paying Discovery. Like Discovery isn't paying her; she's paying Discovery because. There is no way this is not the most fun role she's ever had in her entire career. Yeah, I would imagine she's having a ball. She is having a hoot. Yes. Like, every once in a while, like in this episode, she got to throw hands and let y'all know, like, who, who, what my name is. Let's never, ever forget who I am. Exactly. Yeah. But otherwise, um, which promenade am I walking on? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because they just... 
there's like the Leland fight scene with her. Mm-hmm. You could tell was maybe two beats longer than it needed to be. Oh yeah, but it was just so great that they were like, "How can you cut any more of this?" Right. You know, you gotta leave this in here. Mm-hmm. So. That was fantastic. I have to say, once again, talking about me being right or wrong, I've never been happier to be wrong about something than I am with this Spock-Bernard relationship is now my favorite thing. Yeah. Like, Spock and Bernard, to, like, when Burnham. he... Burnham. When he reset the chessboard... Oh, yes. And I knew that's what he was doing, it actually touched my nerd heart. <laughs> I said, I love these two, and I love them as siblings, even though, you know, I think they've, they they showed us how they're going to reset the whole thing at the end of the series. I think I, I, think I do know, because I, I, I think I sent something, but I'm just drawing a blank on it right now. Oh, I mean, the whole Red Angel thing. Oh, yeah. Like, I think eventually she's going to succeed, and she's going to go back in time, and she's going to save her husband and reset the timeline. And Michael's never going to get adopted by Spock's family. Oh, no, 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 no. That, that's akin to Bobby Ewing um, walking out of the shower I think, on Dallas okay. back in the 80s. I bet you one, one American, American dollar. dollar when the series ends. Oh, when the se- No, no. So you think the series is going to end I with think- them saying, like, this was all a dream? No. Yes, I do. No. I think they're going to reset. I think the Red Angel, she's going to succeed, and they're going to reset the whole thing. And maybe, depending on how big this thing is, they'll do some type of computer imagery stuff, Mm -hmm. and they'll show a shot of, like, old Spock, perhaps even Leonard Nimoy, talking to a computer-generated image of, like, Admiral Burnham, and they'll share a look. Mm -hmm. But then that's it. And then the series goes off. No. They're not going to do that. Why not? Because... I mean, you know you know she's coming back. You know she's going to succeed. Well, we don't know that she's going to come back. We don't know that she's going to succeed. There's no way they're not bringing Sonya Sohn back to this. Well, no, they should. They should bring Sonya Sohn back because I love her. Yeah. Like, she should be on every show in America. She is so good. Yes. Yes. She is so good. She's just... So good. Think about it. She's so good, and she doesn't leave one spot in the entire episode. She's so good. You know, I I do have to say this. We've kind of touched on this point. This is really the type of performance that separates Star Trek from Stargate and 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 Farscape and and what was the Kevin Sorbo one? Oh, that was um. Uh, oh, oh, Bard. Andromeda. Andromeda. And, and, you know, as much as we all celebrate the writing on Babylon 5, the acting used to be a little creaky sometimes. Mm-hmm. You sense Patrick Stewart get these top-level performers because of the prestige of Star Trek. So it's like, A, it's the prestige of it being Star Trek. B, frankly, the paramount money that can pull in these people. So that... And that did start with Patrick Stewart. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I begin with Patrick Stewart. I think you can make an argument with the original series that... There were unknowns. There were unknowns, but they all had that theater background. Okay. And, you know, we can argue about how good they were. But, you know, Will Shatner, Leonard Nimoy, James Doohan, like, these were... Nichelle Nichols, like, these were stage actors. Okay. And then you get to Next Gen, and now Star Trek is this iconic property. Mm Mm-hmm. Plus the Paramount money. Mm-hmm. You get, you know, again, Patrick Stewart, Kate Mulgrew, Avery Brooks. Like, you get these top-tier actors. So mm-hmm. that it's never surprising to see someone like Sonia Sone, even in a one-off like this. Right. Because it, 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 it really was. Like, like, the, like, these are actors. Oh yeah, like man. like these are you know the the scenes between she and and Sonequa Martin Green. Oh, they they tore at your heart. Oh man. yeah, it to- they they tore at your heart. First of all, Sonequa Martin Green. Um, they owe her either a bonus or I want her secret sauce because she cried. Throughout these two episodes, yeah. and, and every time I, it felt real, it felt heartfelt, um, and and she had me almost bawling. Yeah. Um. So she was just—I mean, she was she would she had me bawling when she was just looking at her mother on the view screen. Oh my goodness! You know, I mean, like oh, and and like and w- when she wakes up, she's like, she's like. You telling me to relax? I know she tries to climb out the bed. I, it, it's, it, I mean, she really just evoked a little girl. Yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah. You, you, you saw that little girl all over again, yeah. and then you see that little girl all over again when she finally does walk in front of her mom. Right, and her mom is trying not to feel her. I mean, she's seen things. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, she's seen things. I mean, she's no joke, and her mom is no joke in the scene where. Pike goes to talk to her, and she and she's like, "Are you letting me out?" Yeah. Then we don't have nothing to we say. We have nothing. Else I, to... I don't have time for your BS. I know. Like you know, I know. Sir, you don't do not understand. You are a ghost to me. You are. A... I'm like work, work woman. That's right. You That's... so is you let me out or not? We have nothing else to say. Yeah. I am done with you, sir. Yeah. I'm, oh my god. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yo. Plus, there was another scene. When Leland is going through the, through the numbers and he he's, he hasn't been compromised yet, and he's going through the numbers about how they're gonna keep the Red Angel here, right? So he's off with Saru. Yeah, and uh, Leland says to Saru, "You know, uh, Pike think I need a babysitter," and all of a sudden Saru was like. Let me show you exactly how tall I am, sir. Yeah. And he got all up in my man. He was just like, no, I wanted to be here. I was like, yo, where that bass come from, Saru? Yeah. And hey. then I this, and then I think um I think Burnham comes in. Yeah. And oh, Burnham yeah. Burnham's like, okay, what's going on? Right. Well, it's new Saru. <laughs> yes. New Saru who's already always at ready set. Yes. Like he always ready to put his hands on somebody. Yes. He like, yeah. I don't have my phalanges, but Something tell me you up to some shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god, I loved it. I loved it. And it's these character moments. And then mm-hmm. you know they're they're kind of that's why I, I really want them 
to slow down. Okay. Well, you can't right at the end. This is the end. Like I said, this is the the the, the conclusion of this right. story. Well, hopefully next year. Well, they got three more episodes. Three this year. more episodes this year. All right. Okay. Talking about slowing down. Will somebody? I don't. I, I don't want to say that, but <laughs> some something must be done with Tilly. Something must be done with Tilly because Tilly has become untenable. She is annoying. Yeah. And thank you again, Giorgio, for speaking it into the universe. Yeah. You know, because she like tells her about herself. It's like, will you just shut up? Yes. I, I, yo, she is annoying. Yeah, she's and she's annoying to the point where it. I was reminded in these two episodes, she's an ensign. That's what I said last episode. Oh, I forgot. She's an ensign. What the hell is she up in the mix all the time for? Not even up the mix when she comes into comes into their office where it's Pike, the admiral, and first officers. And she just comes walking in there like, I know I should have not. Then somebody said, then take your ass outside yes. and knock and we'll let you come in when, yes. we, when you are announced in. Right. Yo, some, something must, something be, must done be done with Tilly. Yeah. With Tilly. Yeah. That's all I can say. Because she is, she has now, she's crossed the Rubicon. Yeah. And she is on my last nerve. Yeah. True. I agree. Yes. I agree. With all dudes... Do uh, respect to the actress because she's just doing her job. No, 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 no. You can tell, you know, they kind of set her up to be the fan favorite and, and the POV character last year, mm-hmm. which worked well. Right. Last year. And now it's, it's it, well, like you said, they've gone too far with her. Yeah. Mary Weissman. That, that's her name. Yeah. She's doing good work. Yeah. But, it's, it's gone too far. Yeah. yeah. So is Ash dead? No, darn. No, Ash isn't dead. I was also wrong about the Red Angel. I thought it was future Burnham. Well, so were they. But then they said it was her. But (laughs) they introduced another clue five seconds before they actually showed it. Yeah, which is not really fair. And and I'm happy that they did that because again, this was another moment when I was sitting there. God, I hate when Vince is. I was hoping Burnham would come out with like an eye patch on, like be all scarred up. So I'm from the future, and I've seen things. The uh, uh, eye patch equals future. That's right, because in the future you get your eye poked out. So when you go back and talk to your past self, what I didn't know was that um, the director, Hanel Culpepper, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a sister. Yes. Yes, sir. Doing much, much, much love work. And she is actually going to be going and working on the uh, the new Picard series. Yes. Yes, she is. So one love to her. Is she the showrunner? I'm not sure she's the showrunner or she... Like, she's in a leadership role, I thought. Well, I would imagine so, because yeah. she's a producer on Discovery. Yeah. So I wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be surprised if she's a showrunner. Yeah. Um, so that that's that's pretty dope. It's very dope. So, you know, I'm, I, am, I am happy for her. Uh, I, I like her work. I, I, love, I love 
the visuals again i just love the visuals of everything that's happening on this show yeah it's just crazy uh markham lee said he just finished watching discovery uh philippa's theme music should be rock m's i ain't no joke she's the best she is the best i cannot wait for the section 31 show he also says the show is becoming more and more like mass effects I don't know what that means. I it's don't a play video game. Yeah, I don't I play don't, Mass Effect. Uh, yeah, I do know one thing. I noticed a lot. Uh, there was a lot of the lens flare. Yeah, and I, I noticed a lot of that. So you know, but whatever. Um, oh, uh, never mind. I was. Oh, I, I thought he explained it, but it actually is him and Robert Monroe getting into an argument about Mass Effects versus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, they they go they went down a rabbit hole that I am not right right, right. clear of right. Um, I'm trying to touch up on some of the Spock more Spock adjacent stuff that has been out there that mm-hmm. we haven't been able to to touch on in recent weeks. Um, George Kimona, I wasn't aware What's of up, this. George, he had posted in our Facebook group that there was a there is a um, Yohora Barbie doll. Yeah, it look, it's the spitting image. Say, it looks just like Michelle, Michelle Nichols. Nichols. Yeah, I don't know if this is like the real thing, man. But lo, I want one. She, that she is gorgeous. I'm I'm always looking for the old Mega one from the '70s. Oh no! Why? Just a collector? No, those aren't. Those, those don't look good. I'm not going to play with it. I'm just collecting it. It's it's just an artifact of now. I, I say I say, don't. Well, I am. No, you're not. I won't allow you. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess I'll just hide it from you. I guess. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I want to see it. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> all right. Anyway, um, anything else you want to say about Spock and Jason? Um, Sorry. Star Trek Discovery. No, no, nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to wrap this up. You, you know, we know that Anson Mount will not be here next year. And, yes, since and, they reminded us on this episode, right? So, you know, I am curious to see how much they set up next year. As you said, the Red Angel storyline has pretty much ended. Looks like they're going to deal with Hal 2000. I mean, Control a little bit in the last <laughs> few um, episodes and. You know, hopefully they defeat Skynet. I mean, control. You mean Disney? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> you know, looking forward to the future. So am I. So am I. Um, I'm going to miss Anson Mount. I'm going to miss Spock. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to miss Spock. I'm going to miss Spock, but I, I will appreciate a return to Burnham and Saru. As I, as, as will I. As you know, will kind I. Kind of brother and sister. As will I. And, and maybe during sweeps, however that works with the streaming, he'll show up for an episode. Uh, it probably won't be Spock. They'll probably reach back and get somebody else. But now it's like Scotty's turn. You know, let's get some of the women. Is, is Yuhura old enough to be in Starfleet at this point? I mean, I... Yeah, maybe... Maybe if we're figuring this is 10 years before the original. Yeah. I mean, she might be right out of the academy. Why? How I mean, she was think? already a lieutenant when she. Right. So well, she was probably in her mid 20s. 
when the show started. Like, let, let's say 30. She was 30 when the show started. This is 10 years before. All right. Like, well, they'll have, like, Ensign, your her running around. Well, they had Tilly running around. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah. Yeah. I think if they're going to pull somebody else, it'll be Scotty. Or Bones. Bones. Well, now, remember, Bones he wasn't in Starfleet. That's what I'm saying. But he doesn't necessarily have to be Starfleet. Right, right. He's just a cranky-ass doctor that they pull in and they go to a resort. Yeah. All right. I'll take that. I'll take that. You know, maybe Tig, maybe Tig starts a relationship with him. <laughs> Bring yeah. back Tig. Yeah. I can see them two getting on each other's nerves. There you go. All right. All right. Anyway, wherever it goes, we'll be there, ladies and gentlemen, because Star Trek Discovery is very much Spock adjacent. That's all for now. I'm Len. He's Vince. In parting, we say peace and long life.